Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Rive Your Life podcast. We've got a great show for you as always. This week in the virtual studio, we have a very special guest, Mr. Michael Bame of i305mike on social media. And we also have uh, his girlfriend, Miss Rachel, with the question of the week, as well as our word from the word and news from the queue and so much more. So buckle up because here we go. Yo, what is up guys, it is Ryan, and I'm going to be bringing the word from the word this week. And this week, we got a simple verse. It's Ephesians 4.32. It says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. And honestly, this is coming from a guy who has been extremely struggling recently. And I know in our Christian walks, it's not very popular to talk about some of the struggles we've been going through. But... I've just been facing a lot of spiritual warfare and just a lot of sin patterns in my life. And I've been wondering and asking God, like, how are you still going to use me when I am clearly falling short every day? And we know from Romans that we all fall short of the glory of God every day. And it kind of became like this paranoia for me that, wow, you know, I'm not sure if God's really going to use me during this time. And then it clicked. And God reminded me of that exact verse, Ephesians 4.32. And it tells us exactly that. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. So God stepped out of his way to give us a plan for redemption, sending Jesus all the way back in Genesis 3. He promised us a Savior. And Adam and Eve didn't deserve it. They didn't listen to God. They sinned. They disobeyed him. But he did it anyway because he chose to love us. In the same way, he chooses to love us each and every day, as we learn in the entire book of Romans and the entire gospel in the New Testament. And that simple instruction is just a demonstration that we are called to do the very same thing that Jesus did to the best of our ability, that is, which is to love others even when it is difficult. So this week, I want you to think about a coworker Someone in your life, maybe it's an annoying family member or someone cuts you off on the highway. And I mean, Lord knows what it could be, but I want you guys to think about, okay, even if you're struggling, how can you love someone else like Jesus does? Because the grace he gives us, we need to display to other people or they're never going to find Christ. So that is my word from the word this week. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. God bless you all. All right. Thank you all again for joining us this week on the Rive Your Life podcast. And we've got a great episode for you all, as always. Uh, This week, uh, as I mentioned in the opener, we have a very special guest with us in the virtual studio. Uh, We'll introduce him in just a moment. But we have Mr. Michael Bain of i305Mike on social media. 
and he is in need of no introduction, quite honestly. Um, you may know him from his content, and you may know his girlfriend, uh, Miss Rachel, who's a part of our team here at Rive Your Life Ministry, but uh, we'll segue over to him in just one moment. But I hope you all had a great week, and uh, quite honestly, I had a pretty good week too. I started a new position at work, and uh, I ended the week with a little weekend getaway with Miss Kinsey. We went down to uh, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, where we got to go to one of our favorite parks, Dollywood, for Rock the Smokies this weekend. It was a great time, and we got to see Ann Wilson and For King Country. Uh, we love For King Country, and it was great to see them in concert. And uh, we just love uh, when Christian music and Christian events are in the park. It's just encouraging to us. It's just fun combining two of our favorite things, um, just our faith in Jesus Christ and also our love for coasters as well. But um, that's been our week, and I hope you all had a great time um, doing whatever it was you did this weekend. And uh, hopefully you got out to the parks. As I know a lot of parks are starting to exit out of their summer season and go into um, – uh, weekend operation until their fall events. I know uh, our home park, Kings Island, is starting to move towards just weekend-only operation until Labor Day. And then weeks later, we'll be uh, in our Halloween haunt and Tricks and Treats Fall Fest events. And before you know it, it will be Winter Fest. And quite honestly, I don't want to think of winter quite yet, but... It is what it is, and as we've talked before on the podcast about seasons and how uh, seasons come, seasons go, and uh, we just have to um, make the best of those seasons. And even in the winter, I quite honestly hate winter, but God gave us those seasons and we need to enjoy them. And every breath that God gives us, we should enjoy those. So, um, yeah, and it's been good and God is good, so we're going to... Uh, honor him and give him the praise he is worthy and due of. So, yeah. But um, this week, as I mentioned, we do have a special guest with us on the podcast is Mr. Michael Bame of I-305 Mike. And in this interview that Ryan and I had with him, uh, he just shares a little bit of his testimony, um, who he is and some of his upbringing and just some of the strongholds and, uh, just a little bit of his backstory. And I want you all to pay attention to this and uh, just uh, see what he has to share about God's redeeming power in his life and just the power of forgiveness, the power of redemption, and most importantly, the power of salvation. And that's um, good. And we do appreciate Mike and just his his love for the Lord, and we do appreciate um, his coaster content as well. So without further ado, let's head on over to the virtual studio with Ryan and Mike. All right, everybody, thank you for joining us for the main segment this week. Um, we are joined by a very special guest. Uh, he is no stranger to Ride of Your Life. Um, you may know someone very close to him, Miss Rachel, uh, and uh, we're so excited to have Mr. Michael Bame in our um, our podcast this week. How you doing there, Mike? Doing all right. Hope you are. 
Yeah, I'm doing great, man. We're so glad to have you here, and we're we're excited to just talk with you. Let's have a conversation here, and just um, hear what you have to share in regards to um, your testimony, your story of just how the Lord's brought you from some past, and how He saved you, and just uh, what He's been doing in your life. We're so excited to hear that, and we know that um, there's someone out there listening this week that needs to hear what you have to share with us, and. Uh, well, we're going to go ahead and get started with a few fun questions here. Just get to know you a little bit, and then we'll get right into our main portion of the interview today. So, Ryan, do you want to kick us off with uh, our first question? Absolutely. I thought the first question, or I guess group of questions we should ask, since you are a roller coaster enthusiast, would be what – I just always combine these two because uh, – they're very related. So I was going to ask, what was your favorite park and what is your favorite roller coaster? <laughs> well, anybody as me knows that my favorite park is King Dominion and then my favorite coaster is that King Dominion. What? I had no idea. <laughs> I'm going to pretend awesome. like I didn't know either. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't know, this is the <laughs> my. Intimidator 305 fan himself. It's awesome. And yep. if if you saw the video of this, you'd see he's wearing his Intimidator shirt. So, got Intimidator Mike in here today. All right. Our next question here is, what is your favorite food? My favorite food, I used to, it used to be I would have said pizza, but now I probably have to say, uh, like, Fried chicken. All right. Nice. And where's your favorite restaurant to go for it? You just well, like home cooked or do you like to go to a restaurant for it? Oh, there's so many options. I like fried chicken tenders from a lot of different places. But uh, some of my highlights would be there's a place called Showmars. There's a bunch of them in Charlotte. I like those. And then, uh, but as far as what would be familiar to most people, probably can't. Okay. That's a good answer. All right, right. All right. So my next question for you would be, what is your favorite book of the Bible and why? Um, probably Ecclesiastes because of how existential it is and it fits my way of thinking because I think very similarly to the speaker in that book. And also it kind of... Uh, it, there, there's a really picture of the gospel that you have to dig really deep to find, but when you find it, it's amazing. So, uh, the way I look at it is like when you see the, the phrase repeated, under the sun, S-U-N, it's because what he's missing when he looks under the sun and finds that everything is empty is the sun, S-O-N. Hmm. Good. Because in that book, when it's written. Mm -hmm. Awesome. The next one we have here for you is, um, what is your life verse? If you had to pick one verse out of the Bible to be your life verse, what would it be? Hmm. There's a lot of options there. <laughs> uh, probably John 3.30. I think mm -hmm. uh, ESV. Says you must increase, 
almost or he he must almost decrease. Yeah. Got that. He must increase almost decrease. That's ESV. <laughs> so yeah. that basically that's John talking about this thing that you know it's time for him. He's fulfilled his role, preparing the way for Jesus. It's time for him to move out of the way and let Jesus be Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus, centerpiece of the entire Bible, and it's time for. John, having prepared the way for him, having said, I'm not the Messiah, but there's somebody else coming. Um, him having said that and prepared the way, uh, it's time for him to get out of the way and kind of fade into the background and let Jesus have his time and do his ministry. That's basically mm-hmm. what he said. That's, uh, that's applicable to us as Christians. We need, I, I, you know, we need more, more of God and less of Michael. Yeah, because every time we have more Michael and less God, I screw stuff up. <laughs> That's basically yeah. how it goes. I mean, every time I forget about praying about something, or I forget about you know considering what God says in His Word, I always, you know, I personally have a tendency to get angry and I'll blow up at somebody or something. Yeah. You know, I always make mistakes whenever I forget about what God says in His Word and what He wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to keep God number one, and then us right below that. I've heard it said before: you got to, in order to have joy, it has to be Jesus, others, and you. And that's how you find true joy and fulfillment in this life. And like you said, He must increase, but I must decrease. So that's a good verse. And one last one, Ryan. All right. So my next question would be like: What is your goal for? I guess it's a little late to ask for the year, but like, what is one of your goals like going forward with life? I always find that to be an interesting question. Um. Well, I would say I want to reach somebody, anybody for the gospel. Hmm. Good. That's that's something that I want all the time, and I'm not always good at it. Sometimes I feel it. But uh, but I trust that the Holy Spirit, even when I'm making a lot of human mistakes, I trust that the Holy Spirit can use me somehow to reach somebody. Yeah, that's good. And we should all have that mindset of wanting to reach someone for Christ. And that should be every Christian's goal and mission is to reach someone so that they can reach someone and keep the chain going until Jesus comes again. So. Awesome, man. Well, it's fun getting to know you a little bit, but we're going to get to know you a little bit more uh, through what the Lord lays on your heart. So with that being said, the floor is all yours, man. Go ahead and um, share whatever God has uh, for you to share today. Okay, so I'm going to start with my early life and with the fact that I was raised in church. I've pretty much been going to church all my life. And so when I was six years old, I uh, was kind of introduced a little bit to what salvation is, well, what I thought was salvation. I thought that at the time that it was kind of a prayer you prayed and then you're good because that's kind of what I was taught. I didn't really understand what being a Christian is. I just said these words that I was told to say, and then I thought that, okay, I did it. 
but I don't really think I was living it, and I don't think that I understood what I was supposed to be living. Uh, so I basically, if you ask me now, I would say that at the time I missed the point. But, you know, I tried to go through some of the motions here and there, but I really was kind of not understanding, you know, why, why we believe what we believe and, and what Christianity is supposed to be about. I didn't understand that it's not about me and that it's about Christ. And so uh, I had a lot of a lot of idols in my life that I tried to fill the gap with because I, I really wasn't following Christ. But if you fast forward to probably the end of my junior year of high school, end of my senior year, so uh, a lot of this took place over the summer. So I got into, I, well, I really had been into it for a while, but it, uh, so I had been into looking at things that I shouldn't have, um, mainly on people's like personal social media. I'm not going to give out any names or anything, but uh, I use that for inappropriate purposes. Um, and I didn't realize that it was not appropriate when I started to realize that there was something wrong with that and the Holy Spirit started working on me, I didn't realize that it was not appropriate to go tell these people what I had done, that that would make them uncomfortable and that that was not the best idea. I didn't realize that. So I got myself into even more trouble, lost a lot of friends or people that I at least thought were friends, you know, um, people that I saw as close to me. Um, even though now I kind of realize that they were maybe just supposed to be there for a season. I didn't understand that at the time. But I started to feel really alone. And even I had to, you know, I've been going to um, therapy for a while, starting then because I had suicidal thoughts. I did not think highly of myself at all. But um, I was going to a church and I had a youth pastor that convinced me to go to youth camp with them, with their youth group. And so I go to this youth camp, and and it's there uh, about halfway through that youth camp. I, you know, I'm listening to this pastor every day of the week. We Well, actually, I think we had different pastors, but there's this one guy that pastored, or preached there like two or three days in a row. And it's about the third day he's preaching that, the Holy Spirit gets a hold of me, and I realize that I've got to do something about that. I really feel it, and uh, and I just kind of I just surrender to it. Um, it took me uh, once I felt that feeling. It took me like no time to just surrender to it. Uh, I was just kind of like, okay, I know that I know what it means to be a Christian now. I had an epiphany moment where I'm like, I realize that it's not me trying to be good enough and that it's about what's already been done for me because this whole time prior to that I kind of knew a little bit about the Bible but I'm still thinking I've got to earn my way there and I then realized in my head and in my heart that it's not possible and that you have to accept it as a free gift because the work's already been done for you. That's and then that's the main thing there, that that realization. 
because that's the key to the gospel is realizing that it is a free gift but that it is given to you because of the price that was paid on the cross if that didn't happen there is no free gift right so so you've got that but then also the, it took me a little bit i think to realize like that being a believer doesn't make everything go smoothly for you and that life's not just going to be really easy now because you're a christian um it took me a little while to realize that and i i realized that you have to share your struggles with god and let him guide you through because you know i, I feel like you some churches preach like a prosperity gospel kind of all oh, you believe jesus and get your prayer life right and then everything goes well that's just not i don't think that's realistic um i think it's more like some in some ways when you become a christian because some people may not like your beliefs or or whatever the case may be it may even get more difficult in some areas but you know everything that you go through has a purpose in your life and even if it's not in your life in the big picture of the of the universe and the order of everything everything has a purpose because it's not all about you it's all about Jesus ultimately so sometimes even though something might not make your life easier it's basically not about you anyway it's about Jesus and you can be mad about that or you can rejoice in that that can it can make you angry that it's not about you or you can be like you know what Jesus deserves it because he was perfect and he paid my sin debt for me so if you look at it that way and you know it, it kind of should be about Jesus and not about me um, but he gives us gifts anyway things that go well in life sometimes as a little glimpse of what the future will look like for us in the next life you know they now the the good things that we have come and go now but eventually those of us who are faithful in Christ will get to experience an eternity of good things you know so but where i'm going with that is that you know i had some stuff happen even after i became christian so christian in 2019 i still have my whole senior year of you know kind of people looking down on me because of what i've said and the things that i've done um but i kind of made it through because of christ i couldn't have you know made it through and still felt like okay it's going to be all right without him really i'd i'd be hopeless and so you know there there's that and then there was covid that happened in 2020 and there's just so many things that we all had to deal with you know everybody's got something that they're dealing with but it's just that i looked at things differently because of christ and and even though i still had struggles it's not like like i didn't have a nihilistic approach i was like realizing okay i'm going through something but i have something to look forward to and instead of seeing it as uh just futile like why is this happening to me is this all there is to life really 
that's kind of the way I thought about it before. You know, I didn't understand that there's a purpose to things. I kind of thought like, well, when I die, there goes that. You know, there goes everything I worked for. That's kind of my, and which is why you asked me about my, you know, when you asked me about my favorite book of the Bible, that's why I said Ecclesiastes, because I, my way of thinking lined up with the speaker in that book. And I was like, this guy knows exactly how I felt. That's how I kind of was thinking when I read that book. I was like, this guy, this guy gets it. <laughs> so, but, you know, I've come a long way even just since, you know, 2022 when I met Rachel, she's helped me grow tremendously. You know, just especially... In the area of anger management, I used to be off the chain, angry, really easily, and she's kind of helped me learn patience a little bit. I still screw it up, but but uh, I'm improving a lot. And you know, I'm not taking the credit for that. That that goes to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit does all the work, and I just cooperate basically. Um, but the Holy Spirit you know, is the, the driver behind it. Um, and so, yeah, that's about all I've got, I believe. That's awesome, man. And I, we do really appreciate you sharing your story and what God's done in your life. And it's just neat to see uh, a life that's transformed. As we know, in the Bible it tells us if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior and have him be the Lord of our life, the leading source of our life, uh, he can turn a life that was broken and messed up and make it brand new. And it's neat to see that transformation that he's made in your life, um, just from the conviction of the Holy Spirit to know right from wrong and to make that next step, uh, honestly, the boldest step of admitting that you were wrong and making it right with others. And I think that's awesome, man. Uh, dude, thank you yeah. so much for sharing that. As we draw close to the interview today, I do have a few questions going back to your testimony, just some things that we can take away from the episode today. Um, okay. If you could go back in time to young Mike, uh, what is something you would tell him? And what is something you would, um, help direct your how would you improve what, what was some advice or something you would say to young Mike um, I would have said uh, be careful what you look at on the internet because I, I needed somebody to tell me you know to be careful not to get into these things that I got into because I didn't really know what was going on because of how sensitive of a topic that is in my family it's kind of not something that my parents want to talk about like it's not because they don't like I wouldn't say they didn't give me guidance it's just kind of like they get uncomfortable themselves talking about it and so it's hard for them to talk about it and so, but them not being able to get comfortable talking about it was kind of a barrier in me learning what is okay and what's not okay. Mm -hmm. 
Um, the next thing I was thinking of when you were sharing your testimony, um, what is some advice or what would you tell someone who is struggling with an addiction or some sin in their life that uh, they just need help with? What would you tell and uh, give advice-wise to them? Well, the first thing that I would say, there's a couple things. The first thing that I would say is that, you know, you have to remember that Christ has already covered your sins if you're in Christ. Because I feel like for me, it was really easy for me to look down on myself and think, dang, I just screwed up. And this is a, you know, I, 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 that's it. I'm, I'm no good. Well, it's going to be okay because Christ paid for that. What we did wrong. And so there's no need to lose hope. And then that's the first thing. The second thing is that, like, you know, you're not alone. A lot of people struggle with, with different things. I felt like for a long time I was just, I, I, I felt like there, I was some kind of, you know, some kind of monster or something because of what I was doing. And people, a lot of people struggle with that type of stuff. And I thought, like, it was just me. So I would have, you know, I would have said, you know, you can kind of take some comfort in the fact that there are other people struggling with the same thing you're struggling with, most likely. And then the third thing would be that you got to know that you can't overcome it on your own. You need to walk with God to overcome things. That's the that's the most important. Because if you're trying to do it on your own, you will fail. Your flesh is going to get in the way. That's the that's the crucial part. So uh, I always save the best for last. So you know, since I am a Baptist, I got to make it three points, right? <laughs> yes, three three points of the poem and call it quits. <laughs> Baptist Church is always three point sermons. <laughs> well, mine have been four or five lately at my church. We've had four or five <laughs> points lately, uh, but I just follow the Lord's leading and whatever He has to say, He'll say. And yep. um, thankfully, we've gotten out in time for lunch. That's all I can say. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Um, uh, and then to, to wrap it up, um, what are some final thoughts you have or some takeaways for someone listening to this episode today? I would just say, you know, to, if anybody's listening and they're, they, they have had the Holy Spirit revealed to them that they're lost without Christ, I would say that you just, just give your heart over. And if you're, if you need somebody to talk to about it, find them. You know, because there, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing to, to lose. You know, and I would say to all the young Christians that are maybe not mature in their faith, get into the Word, dig into it, you know, as much as you can, and and try to really understand what God's trying to say in every part of Scripture, and then I would even go further and say you gotta when you read the Bible you gotta think of it as 66 different books and not one book because there are different genres and different types of literature in scripture and so you need to know that like I can't read 1 Kings and 
Revelation the same way. <laughs> that doesn't work because it's two different books that are different genres, right? And so when you go into the Bible and you start to study it on your own, you need to know what type of literature you're looking at and how to study that specific book in the Bible. Awesome. And like you said, um, it's comprised of different uh, genres, authors, books, but ultimately it's one story, and that's the story of Jesus Christ coming to seek and to save the lost. Um, we were dead in our sins, but ultimately Jesus died for our sins so that we could be alive with him and have eternity with him in heaven. So, I believe that the gospel is in every one of the books in the Bible, even the Old Testament books. Absolutely. You can find it's that you can find yeah. a, the gospel and uh, that are some of them are really subtle. You can find them all over the Old Testament. Yep, it's that scarlet thread that ties the whole story together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've kind of been listening a lot in the background, and the reason I didn't interject each time is because I kind of was very intrigued in just listening to the conversation, but there's a lot of good points made during this whole conversation that resonate, maybe not exact mirror of my life, but very similar situations, you know, because if you guys listen to season one in my episode where I came on to share my testimony or at least parts of it, you know, one of the things I've dealt with for a very long time was a porn addiction and dealing with temptation and things like that, just being thrown in my face and shame and guilt and all those things. And, you know, that is something that a lot of people do relate to. And honestly, I think that's the beauty of having Christian media is that, you know, nine out of 10 times, you're not going to hear about stuff like that in church, but it's just a good avenue for people to hear like, Hey, we're not alone here. I mean, there's so many people that have struggled with things like that. But, I mean, something I want to touch up on, too, is when you talked about, I mean, I know you we poked a little fun at Baptist, but it's not just Baptist. There's a lot of churches that believe that once you sin once, you're done for. Or they claim to believe that, you know, grace is sufficient, paid for by the cross. And then their behavior towards those who confess reflects the polar opposite. And that can be very hurtful to individuals who have been struggling and are just trying to do the right thing by confessing their sins to not only God, but to the rest of the church. Or, I mean, maybe not the rest of the church, but at least those who God has placed in your life to be either mentors or hold you accountable or just people you can trust. And yeah. I'll be the first to say it that I've gone through a similar situation recently myself where that kind of just blew up in my face and it really took a toll on me. So I, like I said, this is just what I was thinking during that time. I just want to brush up on that and say, if anyone else is going through that specifically where you, you maybe take the right steps and the enemy takes advantage of a situation to use Christians to make you look even worse. I want to tell you that that is not of, jesus at all mm -hmm. that is unfortunately the devil at work and it's sad but he can infiltrate even some of the christian leadership we have and yeah just my my biggest thing just like michael said if you're going through that 
just enrich yourself in the word, even if it's overwhelming at first. Just do baby steps, even if it's a verse a day or if it's a whole chapter a day, whatever it is. Just start small. Don't keep don't quit going to church. If you have to relocate, that's understandable. But just don't give up on the Lord because I promise you guys, just like I've been in the shadows these last few months, that that's not what he wants for you. He loves you. And he forgives you, and he wants what's best for you. So, Amen. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I don't have much else to say. I just felt like I really needed to jump on there and brush on and add to that. Uh, Amen. You know, it, it, it tells the, uh, what part of the Bible it's in. I know it's in Jesus' ministry. He tells the disciples to beware of the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees for that same reason. Because they're not extending grace to people they're point they're pointing fingers and that's all they're doing that they're just uh they're just there to point fingers and say you're doing this and this and this wrong and that's all they're that's all they're doing so that's not you're right that's not what jesus would want that's not of him that's of the devil because it makes people feel down about themselves and it's just not it's not going to draw people to Christ. It's, it hurts our witness if we're doing that. And so you gotta, but you gotta also, if you're struggling with something, recognize that maybe this person that is too hard on me is not helping, and not necessarily like you don't want to be ugly to that person, but maybe set some boundaries that are healthier for you. Um, and also. I like that you said, you know, we can kind of, through stuff like this, let people know that if they're struggling, they're not alone. I feel like Satan would like nothing more than for us to feel like we're all alone. Feel like we have no nobody else that we can talk to. And nobody else that's going to do the same thing as us. I feel like he, he loves that. So, you know, we want to we wanna take that away from Satan and let people know that, Yes, this is something that a lot of people go through, and it's not just you. You're not by yourself in this problem, and that there are people that care. Because a lot of people, unfortunately, I, I know people that have been there, I've been there, you feel like nobody cares sometimes. Well, there are people that care, and sometimes you just don't know who they are. Yep, and that's true. And Satan will do anything to um, distract us from what God's doing in our lives. He will do anything to uh, bring us down and to um, keep our eyes off of Jesus when we should be looking to Jesus. And um, if y'all need help, reach out to us. I'm sure Mike would be glad to talk to you. We here at Right of Your Life would love to talk to you. Um, but ultimately, the number one thing you need to take care of in your life is knowing Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And the Bible tells us to be sober and vigilant, to keep an eye out, because the devil is on the prowl. He, he wants nothing more to the, than to destroy you. And uh, he, he, that comparison to a lion, and um, he'll devour you if you're weak enough. He'll he'll get in every, um, every little crack of your life and then get... Um, He'll get a hold of you, and um, that's why you need to stay in the Word, stay in prayer, and seek God above all else. So, 
Awesome. Well, Mike, we really do appreciate you um, joining us today here on the Ride of Your Life podcast. And uh, it's been an awesome pleasure to have you on. We're so, we're so happy to see what the Lord's doing in your life and what uh, he has in store for your life. Thanks again, Mike, for joining us this week in the virtual studio. And thank you for sharing with us your story of how Jesus Christ saved you, uh, forgave you, and gave you that hope that only he can give. And if you're listening to this episode today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, our team wants nothing more than to share with you how you can have that personal relationship with him and have that hope of heaven and that just peace and knowing that you are forgiven of your past, no matter what it may be, no matter what sin you've committed, no, no matter where you are, no matter where you've been, Jesus Christ can change your life. And like I've said in numerous episodes previously, and just we want to emphasize this so much with Ride for Life Ministries, we are here for you. And if there's anything we could do to help you, if that's praying for you, uh, again, sharing with you how you can have that hope, please reach out to us. You can send us a DM on social media, any of our um, social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram threads, email us at riveyourlifeministries at gmail.com. Visit our website, riveyourlifeministries.com. Or you can now send us a text or give us a call at 513-285-8319. And again, that is 513-285-8319. 8319. And there we will get a hold of you, or you can get a hold of us and just uh, we'll talk. And we can share with you that hope of eternity with Jesus Christ and the hope of heaven and just that way to help you take that burden of sin off your shoulders and knowing that you can spend eternity with Jesus Christ and that you can be forgiven. And as we say here at Rave Life Ministries, you can be redeemed, restored, and most importantly, revived in that brand new life with Jesus Christ. So thanks again, Mike, for joining us in the virtual studio to talk about that. And again, if you're listening to this and don't know Jesus Christ, your Savior, please take care of that today. And um, it'll be the best decision of your life. We promise. We know it will. So thanks. So... With that being said, um, we're going to go ahead and move on to news from the queues. Welcome to this week's news from the queues, where we take five of the biggest news stories in the coaster themed entertainment and theme park and amusement park industry news and we just talk about them and share them with you all so we're going to go ahead and get started with number one adventureland park in iowa is going underground with the world's only indoor wooden roller coaster in 2024 go inside an old mine and search for gold but look out for bad bob next year visitors can expect to be transported on a journey deep below Adventureland. Guests will embark on a mission through the mine that goes beyond just searching for Sheriff Sam's infamous lost gold. Incorporating new technology and effects, 
guests will find themselves in a story-driven experience like never before. As they venture deeper into the abandoned mind, writers will face challenges, unexpected twists, and opportunities to uncover hidden secrets along the way. Underground is a coaster that is formerly at the park and was closed for quite some time, but is making its return in 2024 with some all new uh, elements to it, which sounds really cool. And we'd love to check that out someday. Number two, this week we have Fire in the Hole at Silver Dollar City receives an RMC treatment for 2024. Heartland's largest indoor coaster opens in spring 2024 with three drops, including a water splashdown, 14 iconic show scenes with updated special effects, with a track length of 1,515 feet, nearly a third of a mile long, reaching a maximum speed of 26 miles per hour. This five-story temperature-controlled building to ensure ridership regardless of the weather it will have a custom soundtrack with high-resolution onboard audio with design and construction by Silver Dollar City in partnership with Rocky Mountain Construction, RMC, and Hershen Family Entertainment Creative Studios. And we're excited to see all these updates and changes to this beloved attraction continuing the story in a whole new way. And it's neat to see uh, the renderings. If you haven't seen them already, go ahead and check out Silver Dollar City's website. They are pretty cool. And just some of the details they've announced for this uh, just sounds like it's going to be a great um, new update and refresh to this beloved attraction at Silver Dollar City. Now, number three, 2024 is the year of the spike. And goodness, we've covered this the past three weeks here in News in the Queue. And this week is no different. So who knows how many weeks we'll be talking about spikes coming to parks. But in 2024, Six Flags Over Georgia announces its first of its kind ultra surf coaster. The thrill capital of the South is preparing a 2024 summer debut of the first of its kind industry revolutionizing ultra surf attraction featuring the ultimate combination of the roller coaster with unique water attraction features. This coaster might look simple, but looks to be deceiving. Prepare to coast back and forth along nearly 590 feet of U-shaped track, reaching speeds of up to 60 miles per hour as you hit the ride's 144-foot peak before splashing down into a scenic splash pad so this is interesting and uh that's really all the details it's given for this uh, new attraction and uh we're excited to see it develop over time but man (laughs) next year is the year of boomerangs and spikes and all that good stuff so this will be very interesting uh, to see that as it progresses so um yeah Uh, Moving on to number four for this week, RMC reveals a new wild moose coaster model. So we have the wild mouse and now we have the wild moose. RMC has to say that introducing the wild moose family coaster, we're so thrilled to introduce this unmistakably RMC ride experience. And this time it's fun for the whole family. 
the Wild Moose Coaster features all new open air family trains, a ride experience inspired by the classic Wild Mouse Coaster with an excellent RMC twist, um, optional concrete foundations, and the ability to be installed on any existing Wild Mouse plot. This will be interesting, and it's a really unique ride system. Uh, if you look at the concept art for it, it does look like Wild Mouse, but these new trains sound really cool, and we can't wait to see them in action in a park, hopefully, near you. And then to wrap it up with number five this week is the return of Fury 325, reopening after some lengthy maintenance and uh Let's hope we don't have any more of these um, breaks and uh, um, errors on these rides. Um, and we want to see them continue on for years to come. But um, as we've mentioned before, coasters come and go. Uh, but we hope this one sticks around for just a little bit longer. I want to ride it. So <laughs> with that being said, we're glad uh, Fury 325 is reopened and uh, guests are enjoying it. So. Uh, we're going to go ahead and head back to this week's episode. Thank you for listening to this week's News from the Cues. Thanks, me, again, I guess, I don't know. Uh, so that was the News from the Cue for this week, so, yeah. And I hope you all enjoyed that little segment there, and, uh, we are again in the middle of the news and uh, announcement season, so uh, we'll keep you all up to date once we hear things, and uh, we'll talk about them a little bit more, hopefully get some other feedback from our team about some of these attractions. Uh, I'm excited for the years to come, and just hearing all these park anniversaries coming up, I can think of um, King's Dominion coming up with their 50th anniversary um, Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, uh, I believe those are both in 2025, so both 50th anniversaries, some exciting things to come, um, but uh, we'll keep you on the loop once we hear these news stories and just um, talk about them a little bit and just enjoy uh, what these parks have to offer in the coming years, so it's good stuff. But um, Next, we're going to head on over to Miss Rachel with this week's Question of the week. Hey guys, it's Rachel with Right of Your Life Ministries with this episode segment of Question of the Week. This week I want to ask you, what is your comfort coaster? A lot of times we think of our favorite coaster and it's thrilling, it's exciting, we love to ride it, but then we also have the other coaster that we ride when we just need to calm down, to relax. For me, that coaster is Gatekeeper at Cedar Point. Let us know in the comments. Thank you, Miss Rachel, for this week's question of the week. What is your comfort coaster? And uh, we all have a favorite coaster, but what is your favorite comfort coaster? Uh, for me, honestly, it has to be Orion. It's a nice, smooth ride at my home park that if we have a front of the line pass, we'll hop on. And if the lines are short, we'll definitely hop in. But 
Orion's just a nice, smooth ride. Gives you some good airtime there and just uh, a nice way to end or start an evening at the park, especially if the weather is just really nice and you get a nice breeze up there. Um, so I'd have to say Orion for mine. Now, if I'm at a different park, uh, I would say Big Bear Mountain at Dollywood. We rode that for the first time this past weekend, and it is so smooth. And I, I love that thing. And <laughs> it's up there with Thunderhead at Dollywood uh, for my favorite coaster at that park. So, yeah, that's my comfort coaster. I can't wait to hear your guys' responses to that. Um, but as we mentioned last week, we will start um, going through some of these responses that you all submit for these questions of the week and just give you a little shout out for um, just interacting with us and responding to our question of the week. So last week's question, what is um, what is your favorite genre of music? So we have here um, RCE underscore Kingston says metal, specifically thrash, power, metalcore, uh, electronic metal and they said electronic call boy for reference okay and next we have mr underscore grape underscore 2020 or 2015 i'm sorry uh, he said um rock with you two and rem going back and forth as my favorite we have united underscore states underscore of underscore <laughs> amusement, so under United States of Amusement, said French pop rocks. And they said that uh, Stereo Lab is their favorite there. All right. And Wild Gazers said classic rock. Uh, Cowboy Low said country, disco, boy bands, 80s hair metal. All right. Riding with um, Tiger says, favorite genre, classic rock. Favorite band, Boston. Uh, Pressed Platinum Pass says, station music. That's always some good stuff. Uh, Daniel underscore Gates 77 says, Christian rock. Favorite band has to be Red. Uh, Sporty Sports Y Girl 88 says, rock. And favorite band, oh, that's a tough I have a lot of favorites. I'm going to go to Reliant K since they are the band that I liked the most in my teen years and first Christian rock band I discovered. Um, Howie C34 says progressive rock, favorite band, Dream Theater. Uh, Thrill.stuff says metal, metalcore, deathcore specifically. Um, Impending Doom is still one of my all time favorite bands. Bakerstreet.coaster says uh, tracks slash drum and band. And then railfan.coaster says hard rock favorite band skillet. So if you want your responses read on the podcast, go ahead and answer this week's question of the week. And it will be posted tomorrow on Tuesday, August 22nd. So yeah. Go ahead and answer that question and have your answer um, read here on the podcast. And as we mentioned, today is the last day for you to enter into our f- first podcast giveaway. Actually, yeah, this is our first podcast giveaway. So we are giving away a copy of the 
Chasing Roller Coasters book by our first guest of the season, Mr. Justin Risley. And I'm going to go ahead and pick this live here on the podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and grab my handy dandy um, name picker here. So we had quite a few people submit um, their name into this prize uh, drawing here for a copy of the book and some Rye for Life um, little merch there. So we're going to go ahead and run this. All right. And we have a winner. So our winner for the Chasing Roller Coasters book is, drumroll please, Stephen.Banks.02. So, Stephen Eubanks, you are the winner of the Chasing Roller Coasters book. Thank you to all those who entered into the giveaway here. There will be plenty more as time goes on. I'm sure we will have more contests uh, to come. So, enter in those when you see those. Yep. So... With that being said, thank you all so much for joining us this week here on the Rive Your Life podcast. And as always, you can reach us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Rive Your Life Ministries. You can follow us on YouTube for some content coming early next year, maybe in the winter season, early spring. And we're so excited for all that. And you can also, again, text us at our number which is 513-285-8319. And again, that's 513-825-8319. That is the Rive Your Life hotline, and we'd love to connect with you there. And as always, um, keep listening to the podcast here on your favorite podcast provider. You can also visit our website, riveyourlifeministries.com, and visit our merch shop, riveyourlifeshop.com. Again, we're here for you, so if you need anything, reach out to us, and we'd love to help you um, just in your walk with Christ, and um, just help you if you need any um, advice about anything, and uh, we'll share with you straight from the Word of God uh, it has to say about whatever's going on, and we'd love to pray for you as well. So drop us some prayer requests, and we'll pray for you as a team, and just take it to the Lord, and uh, let you know that we care, and uh, just are here to uh, support you and help you um, in this life. So um, thank you all so much again for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. And we hope you all have a great week. Peace. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Ride of Your Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider leaving a review or ranking on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback helps us reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ, as well as brings up more discussion on all things coasters and parks. Stay connected with the Royal Fan through our website, riveyourlifeministries.com, as well on social media at Ride of Your Life Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. Also, be sure to check out our merch store, 
rideofyourlifeshop.com for some awesome royal merch. We hope you all have a great week, and we look forward to the next episode next Monday. God bless. We hope to see you all in the parks. Peace!